my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to work from home with kids around. I've worked out of home offices for years, but my cardinal rule has always been that work is work. And so just as if I were in an office, I need childcare for kids who are too young to watch themselves. I make sure to tell people who'd like to try working from home that it's actually not a great way to save money on childcare. I mean, yes, you'll need fewer hours if you don't have a commute, but you'll need another caregiver or family member to watch your children, or you'll need to enroll them in daycare or mostly use school hours. Otherwise, you'll feel pulled in multiple directions and constantly distracted. With many offices closing these days due to concerns about the coronavirus, lots of people are trying working from home. The problem with this is that many schools and daycares are also closed, and so these experiments in remote work are going to be far from ideal. That said, it's also just life, and we need to deal with it. My kids are home from school for the next few weeks, and there are a few ways I've found, and that maybe you can find too, to preserve time to focus and spend time with your kids and keep all of you from going insane. If you've got young kids and you've got a partner who's in the same boat, your best bet is to swap hours. One of you gets up and works from 6 a.m. to noon. The other works from noon to 6 p.m. Given how distracting offices can be, my bet is that if you truly focus during your six-hour shift, you will basically get a full day of work in. Of course, that assumes that your work can be set for certain windows. If you can't control when video conferences get set, you might compare schedules with your partner and see who is scheduled for meetings at particular times. You can trade off for the times that you aren't. And if both of you have calls simultaneously, well, that's the time to bring out the iPad or Xbox or pop Finding Nemo into the DVD player. There is absolutely nothing wrong with screen time, particularly in these circumstances. But the problem is that if the kids are on it all day, it can lose its magic. If you use it strategically during the times when no adult is available to interact with them, they'll find it novel enough not to bother you. This is harder if one of you is still working on site, or particularly if one of you is a healthcare worker or a government official who's working longer hours these days. If you are on your own with the kids and are trying to work from home, one option is to get up quite early, like 5 a.m., and try to get two hours of solid work done before they get up. Then spend the morning doing lots of active play with them. With any luck, they'll be tired, and somewhat tired of you, by lunch. Then you can put the little ones down for nap time and give older children quiet time, during which they can read or watch screens. You can work from 1 to 3 p.m. or hopefully to 3.30 or even 4, depending on your napper. Let's hope for good naps these days. 
then you can put in another hour or so after the kids go to bed. And if you've got a toddler and your boss insists on a video call at 10 a.m. when you have no coverage, well, there's not much to be done about that. You can try special toys that only come out during calls, so they seem novel enough to keep them entertained. But it might be better to have everyone reach an agreement that we are all just doing the best we can. If you are a manager, being understanding about this situation is going to go a long way. You will buy incredible loyalty from your people by telling your employees that it's cute when the toddler keeps shoving a Play-Doh creation in the parent's face while she's on a video call. It isn't sustainable long-term, not by any means, but this will eventually end. And the productivity lessons we all learn will stay with us, which is one silver lining, and we really need silver linings these days. If you're working from home with kids around, I'd love to hear how you're coping. You can let me know at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.